Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is not your business to know the reason. It's just your business to accept the information you're given, to be okay with it, and to have your own closure. You don't even need them to be a part of your closure. And you just have to be okay to detach and fully move on. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you decided to hit play on this episode. If you're going through a breakup, I'm so sorry. I just want to start this episode by saying that I don't wish that on anyone. Breakups are the most emotionally draining things in the entire world. It's like the most training experience ever. So I just, I want to say, I feel for you if you're going through a breakup, but hopefully you're not. And you are just listening to this episode to get some great information that you can take with you for the future or looking back on previous relationships. Um, But either way, I am just So glad you're here, whether you're new or you're returning listener. Just thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast. It really means the world to me. If you're not yet following the podcast, wherever you're listening, if you don't mind, just click that follow button. It really helps the show, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please scroll down and leave a a five-star rating and a nice review. That would be awesome as well. But yeah, thank you just so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. And let's jump in to what we're talking about today. Okay, so I recently went through a breakup. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, this may be shocking information because you know I've been single forever. However, I will say I've turned a new leaf on the dating apps. My opinion on the dating apps has changed since I recorded that episode, I don't know, a few weeks ago or months ago. I don't know how long ago, but there was some episode I recorded recently about dating apps and dating in real life. And can you still meet someone in person? And in that episode, I was just talking about all the reasons why I hate the dating apps. But I have to say, I have actually figured out how to use the dating apps so that it is super efficient. And it has, it's truly been amazing. Over the past few months, I've met so many amazing human beings, whether or not we're rom- uh, romantically compatible or not is like another thing. But I've met so many amazing human beings through dating apps. And now I'm back on the train of like, highly, highly recommending that you go ahead and update your profile and start swiping. Here's the key though. I will say just swipe with intention. That was what I changed. Maybe I'll do a whole episode about how I made the dating apps work for me. Slide into my DMs if you want to hear that, or we can just have a one-on-one conversation, honestly, if you need tips. (laughs) But I will say like, I have... 
whatever. Doesn't matter. Love the dating apps. Let's move on. Okay. So recently I matched with this man on Bumble and we went on a date and it just kind of like escalated very quickly. Like we matched and then we were official like boyfriend and girlfriend less than a week later. Like I'm telling you, it was so fast and like intense. Okay. But in the best way. And honestly, I don't regret it. I'm 36 years old and I think it's okay, especially at this age when you know, you know, and like just jump in and you might get hurt. Like I got hurt. However, I don't, I don't regret it. I think at 36, we know what we're looking for. And when we find it, we should just go all in. But anyways, so we ended up, it was a very intense relationship that lasted about one month and then it ended as quickly as it started. Okay. I'm not going to go into like obviously full details, but what I'll say is this guy from, from what I know, what he's shared with me, he is an amazing human being. I wish him all the best. I have nothing bad to say about him. It just didn't work out. Okay. And there are so many reasons why relationships in this kind of scenario don't work out. You know, like there sometimes may be external factors that come up that we can't change. There may be new information that comes to light that changes the future that you planned in your head with somebody. Feelings can just change for no particular reason. That has happened to me in the past. Like it was so crazy. I was dating this guy. I was super into him. We weren't officially boyfriend and girlfriend, so I will say that. I hadn't I hadn't gone that far with this guy. But we were dating and I was super into him and then just one day I literally woke up and I was like not attracted to him at all. It was so crazy. And I have no, I can't even explain why. This guy was so great. Like I don't know why. He did not do anything. My feelings just like changed, okay? So there are so many reasons why before you get married, obviously, relationships just don't work out, okay? And like sometimes we just have to be okay with that and we have to move on. So in my case with this guy, um, again, without telling you like all of the details, but basically some information was shared with me that I wasn't expecting, kind of like big bomb dropping information. And I will say this information did give me very legitimate reasons to reconsider whether or not I was actually going to be compatible with this person long term. But I didn't even get the chance to be the one to like end the relationship because what he did was he kind of felt so bad about the information that he shared with me that he kind of proactively broke up with me. And with I don't even know what words he used, but like what I took from it was it's not you, it's me. You know what I'm saying? So chances are, if you're listening to this episode, something similar may have just happened to you. I hope not, but may have just happened to you. And I just truly, 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 I want to express my sincere sadness for you. It is so hard to make sense of why someone would break up with you if you have done everything perfectly. Okay. Like in this relationship I just got out of, I was the perfect partner. Like I did nothing wrong. I went above and beyond. I was like totally open and honest with my feelings. Like he felt the same way. He was open and honest with me. Like I was super intentional with this relationship, did nothing wrong and just, it did not work out. Okay. So you may be thinking if you are in a similar situation or you can think of a situation in the past where like this has been the case, you are thinking 
why in the world would this person end things with you when you're ready and willing to work on the relationship? Like it's not you, it's me is so hard to take in, especially as a woman, because you're like, no, I just want to be here for you. Like, let me walk through this with you. But unfortunately, this person doesn't want to allow you to walk through this with them. And it could be for many reasons, okay? You would probably do anything. If you're in love with somebody, you will do anything to make it work. But the reality is when somebody decides to let you go, you have to allow them to do so. Begging and pleading, it will sometimes get someone back, okay? But in my experience, once you get them back, you're going to end up breaking up later because the reality is, as hard as it is to hear, that person is just simply not as invested as you are. This has happened to me twice in the past, okay? I have real world firsthand experience, and it has really given me the wisdom in my relationships going forward when someone breaks up with me. Like I, I know that I'm not going to beg for them back because both times I begged for someone back. I, I don't even want to say beg. Like I manipulated them back into dating me just because I wanted to prove that I could get them back. And the whole time we were together after I got them back was not great. And we eventually ended up breaking up because even if there's nothing wrong with the relationship, like that person was okay just to like let you go. They're obviously not as invested in the relationship as you are. So at least in my experience, that is what I learned the hard way, very hard way, is that when somebody lets you go, you just have to let them go. The other thing is this phrase, it's not you, it's me, is literally the catchphrase for any number of reasons why someone is breaking up with you, why you are getting dumped. I'm sorry, it's hard to hear, but if someone says it's not you, it's me, it could be the fact that they are going through things and they do need alone time and and whatever the case is, okay? But they're still not choosing to allow you to walk through it with them. And that's totally fine and it's totally healthy and there's nothing wrong with that, but still they're letting you go. It is it's like that movie he's just not that into you. Have you seen it? That movie, it's kind of older at this point, but the the principle of this movie is so spot on. Like you have to watch it if you haven't. But regardless of whatever they explain to you that's actually going on with them and like why are, why they're breaking up with you, it may or may not actually be the case, okay? So whatever the reason is, you just have to accept it. You have to accept whatever they tell you. Because they may not, they may be telling you a white lie. Like they may be saying, I have all this stuff I need to work on, but really there's like another person in the background. Or they may just have lost feelings for you, but they don't want to say it. Like there's so many reasons. It is not your business to know the reason. It's just your business to accept the information you're given, to be okay with it, and to have your own closure. You don't even need them to be a part of your closure. And you just have to be okay to detach and fully move on. So for me, I knew through my past experiences, I knew that trying to get this person back, the one that I'm telling you about this month long relationship after he broke up with me saying, it's not you, it's me. I knew that that trying to get him back was not, not an option for me because I know that does not work. I knew 
from previous breakups too. Like I've gone through a lot of breakups. I know what works, at least for me, which is what this episode is about. I know what works for me to completely detach and actually move on from somebody. But in that moment, like when your emotions are so high, I just wanted to hear it from somebody else. Like I, I, I didn't necessarily in that moment trust my own brain mid breakup grief. Like I knew, I knew what I had to do and I wasn't going to do anything wrong, but also like, I just wanted to hear it from somebody else too. Like I wanted my decisions to be validated. I wanted to hear a different perspective than my own on breakups. I wanted to sit with my feelings and actually think through the situation. Like I just wanted to like wallow in it. You know what I mean? Like I needed to take some time to just wallow in my emotions. And I was looking for basically what I was looking for the day after my breakup. I was looking for a podcast exactly like what I'm sharing with you today, but I couldn't find it. And so I wrote myself a note in my notepad to record it for you after I was healed because I didn't want to record it for you while I was going through it. But now that I'm completely healed from it, I wanted to record this episode so that you have the content that I could not find. You probably know all of this information, but when you're getting dumped, your brain turns to mush and you just, you need to hear it from somebody else. Okay. So what we're talking about today is it's not you, it's me. You got dumped. Here's how to detach after your breakup. Now, obviously, as always, I have to say I am not at all a licensed therapist. You should always consult a professional when you're experiencing grief. Of course, all I'm sharing with you is my experience, what has worked for me throughout my entire adult life, going in and out of various relationships. I have just pulled the best little nuggets from breakups that has worked for me, and I'm putting it all together in one episode for you. So take it or leave it. This is my advice. All right. So here's what you do. If someone breaks up with you, using the phrase in any number of words, it's not you, it's me. You have to trust them. You have to take their word for it. Okay. You have to know that you're detaching and you're moving on. But there are some things that you can do before completely mentally detaching that you should do. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say is you're going to have so many questions. Okay. You're going to be like, what? Everything was so perfect. I'm the perfect partner. Like nothing was wrong. I didn't change anything. Like how could you all of a sudden not want to be with me anymore? Why don't you want to walk through whatever you're going through with me? Like you're going to have all these questions. You're going to maybe think they're cheating on you. Like so many things. Okay. You're going to have so many questions here. This is something I learned this past breakup from my friend, Catherine. You remember Catherine Golden? She was on the podcast episode 121. We were talking about how I had been single forever, talking about kind of dating, whatever. So after I got dumped, I got dumped at breakfast. I drove straight to Catherine's house because she lived right down the street. She happened to be off, which was amazing. And she and I sat in her apartment from morning until night. And I was just like crying. And she was the best friend to me. And we just had like a full day of just grief. Like she woke up the next morning thinking that she had gotten broken up with because she was so like in it with me. Okay. So the advice Catherine gave me, because when I got dumped, I was like, okay, no contact, whatever. He told me he doesn't want to be with me. I have to accept that. I need to move on, whatever, which is a lot of what I'm sharing with you today, which I think is important. We'll get there. 
But Catherine made a really good point. She's like, this is this is not like a fling that you had. If you have a fling that just ghosts you or whatever, yes, of course, you can just move on. You don't need to like actually have a conversation with this person beyond, you know, ending it if you even get that. But if you're actually in a relationship with somebody, you've told each other like you love them, you were official, like all of these things, it's totally valid for you to have questions after you you know, leave the situation and you're kind of processing the conversation you just had, like you're going to have some questions probably that come up and you're going to want to try to fix it. Like in the very beginning stages, you're going to be like, wait, is this for real? Like, are you sure you want to break up with me? Like, what the heck is going on? Like, are you, do you just need a minute? Like all of these things are going to be going through your brain probably like they were for mine. But I, I was on Catherine's couch and I was like, Catherine, I just can't text him. Like I, I just can't call him. I can't text him. I just need to move on. It's like the movie, he's just not that into you, is what I kept saying. Like, he's just not that into me. It does not matter the reasons. It does, nothing matters. All, all I know is he doesn't want to be with me, which is true. Okay. It is true. But Catherine made a really good point. And she told me about this rule that she has for herself when she gets broken up with. And she said, no. You have questions. This is somebody that you were actually really invested in. He was really invested in, in you. This was a mutual thing. Like, it's totally valid for you to be able to ask some questions after you process it for a minute. But the rule is get all the questions out on that same day. And then after that, you're being a little crazy. Okay. You you, you just have to accept the fact like you're no longer together. But if you want to try to salvage it, if you want to ask any questions that you have or like make sure you heard correctly, it's totally fine to ask some questions on the same day, but you have to not drag it out. It has to be that same day. And I was like, okay, actually that does make a lot of sense. Like this person was very invested in me. I was very invested with him. Like how could we just end it like cold turkey, you know, at breakfast? So I was like, okay. So I thought long and hard about like something I wanted to say to him and like questions that I had. Nothing crazy. Like I'm I'm very even keel and I think through everything I say. But I did just have some questions. And so we did exchange a few text messages that day. And I have to say that made me feel so much better because I I just needed to hear him say things, even like in written form in a text message, because when he broke up with me, it was in person over breakfast and I kind of blacked out. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't even really like processing what I was hearing. So just to like have it in written form in a text message, exactly what he meant. He explained in a little more detail. He was open with his feelings, which really helped me because he explained things in a way that was like he gave me more information, I guess, in those text messages that really did help me to process the the whole situation. And I was very, very happy I did that. So I highly recommend same day communication. Okay. Then after that, you want to close the conversation as quickly as possible. So preferably that same day, you end the conversation. However, it may not be possible. You need to extend it like a little bit more. So in my case, the conver- the questions that I had got answered day one. But then we had some text messages that were more like much longer, kind of just like, you know, I, I'm here for you. You know, I want to walk through this with you if you'll let me. And he was like, I need, you know, time to do this stuff on my own, whatever it is. That was my situation. But we both like we had these messages back and forth with each other that were very 
very thoughtful. Like it felt like I was writing like a thesis paper. You know what I mean? We like really think about what you want to say in a text message. So like I would send one message and then he would process it for like 24 hours and then he would respond with like a really thoughtful well-written response and then I would take like 24 hours and then I would respond with like you know what I'm talking about like it's not like we were dragging out the situation it was more just we were finishing the conversation none of this was intended to like get back together you know what I'm saying it was like kind of just like closure messages like it ended with I truly truly wish you all the best you know what I'm saying with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So in my case, this closure conversation took about, I want to say like a week total, but it wasn't even that many messages. It was just we we both were taking so long to respond because we were really being thoughtful about our responses. But I would say no longer than a week uh, with this closure conversation. So again, just depending on response time, you could have that closure conversation that same day, maybe the next day. What I'm going to say is no longer than a week later, like close that conversation. All right. Next is that conversation cannot be opened back up until you fully processed the situation. For me, what I like to do is I set a 30 day time limit or a 30 day, um, like no contact uh, rule for myself. And I'll put it in my calendar. Okay. So I'll be like, okay, Angie, after this breakup, you're going to completely cut off all communication with this person. And you're not going to open it back up until this date, 30 days from now. And that's when you not necessarily you're even going to open it back up in 30 days. But that's when like you have it on your calendar so that you know in 30 days, you're going to have an opportunity to reassess the situation in your own brain with a clearer mind. And it's very, very, very helpful. Okay. So put it in your calendar, 30 days without contact. And if you have to announce to this person that you need 30 days without contact, that's fine. In my experience, I never announce it to the person. I just do it. And I don't know, my, my conversations are usually pretty closed anyway, so I don't have to deal with it much. Like usually my exes aren't like contacting me to like try to stay in touch because I'm pretty clear with them like that. That's not going to happen. But if you're not and you feel like this person's going to come back into your life, if you don't trust yourself to not respond, then maybe block them. I've had to block people in the past for sure. I didn't trust myself not to respond. And also blocking is actually really great because at least in my case, sometimes I'm just like, I'm waiting all day and just like praying I get a ding on my phone, you know? But when I block somebody, it kind of like gives me so much peace because like it's not even a possibility that I'm going to hear from them. So I'm able to really detach and like mentally move on. So whatever you have to do, just know that in 30 days, you are going to have the opportunity with yourself to reassess the situation and contact them if you want. Don't if you if you don't feel like you have to, but having it on the calendar is super helpful because that way, like there's an there's an end in sight 
to your no contact if you feel like you need that. Okay, side tangent, just a good reminder. When it comes to drinking alcohol, if you're a drinker, this is for you. If you're sober, (laughs) don't worry about this one. But never drink to feel better, only drink to feel even better. Especially in a breakup, alcohol is so detrimental because number one, it can make you feel even worse. And maybe it doesn't for you, but in a lot of cases, drinking alcohol will make you feel even worse than you do. But also, what's like even worse than that, at least in my case, is when I drink alcohol, when I'm sad about a breakup, it's it's like I have less willpower. And so not that I would text them or like call them if I started drinking, but if I'm drinking and like they're coming back into my life, I'm I'm much less um strict with myself or like much less strong, <laughs> like I'm weaker in my responses. So my rule for myself is when I'm going through a breakup in that time period where I'm super sad, I don't even drink. Like that last breakup, I definitely did not drink. Like Catherine drank like a whole bottle of wine on the couch while I was going through my breakup, but I didn't even touch one drop just because I knew it wasn't going to make me feel any better. And I'm so glad I didn't. And then also while you're in this like grieving process, when you're like closing this conversation, sit with your emotions. This is so important. Like take a full day, take two days max if you need to, and just process the emotions, like cry, watch movies, cancel everything on your calendar, lay on the couch, like talk your mom's ear off, lean into it. Like just lean into the sadness because taking the time to actually process this emotion is going to benefit you so much in the long run. If you just bottle it up and you don't deal with it, it's just going to keep coming back up. So cry, 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 talk, 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 talk. You're going to feel like you're talking people's ears off, but you have to lean on your support system. So whether it's your mom, your best friend, your therapist, literally anyone that you trust and love and they love and trust you, like talk through everything. This is what these people are here for. Like people that are actually really, really, really like invested in your life and people that really love you, they want to be there for you. Like I know myself, like when my girlfriends are going through breakups, it makes me feel so good to be there for them. And I want to be there for them. So in my case, when I got broken up with, I went straight to Catherine's And like I said, I just like cried on her couch all day long. She was such an amazing friend to me. She took me to the store and bought me flowers. She bought me food. Like she, she was so patient with me because here's the other thing. Like when you're going through a breakup, you're going to feel like you're, you're talking, you're like repeating yourself constantly. You're like asking all these questions to yourself and you're questioning every part of the relationship and you're so sad and you're so confused. And like, you feel like, how can this person even bear to sit with me one moment longer? You know what I mean? But Catherine was so patient with me and she was just like talking through everything with me as long as I needed to. And it is exactly what I needed. And I'm so grateful for her. And I know that if roles are reversed, I would do the same for her or any of my best friends. And it's just, it's so important to have those kind of people in your life. And then same thing. I have another friend, Julia, like another day, it was the next day, I think, um, 
Julia came over and she gave me her perspective and she gave me some really amazing advice. And then my mom as well. So I had these three people in my corner that like I was just talking their ear off and crying and like being completely ridiculous and emotional, but they loved being there for me um, because they're great friends. And my mom, she's a great mom. You know what I mean? So lean on your support system because your friends, your true friends want to be there for you. Okay. So once you, you know, you have that first day, you ask all the questions you need to, then you close the conversation as quickly as you can. You put yourself a calendar reminder for 30 days. You're not going to contact them. You don't drink to feel better. You sit with your emotions. You cry. You talk to your friends. You lean on your support system. Then now is when you're going to Take all the time you need to mentally move on to a point where you can actually entertain the thought of dating someone else. And I know, you know, while you're going through a breakup, you're like, how could I ever date somebody else? I'll never find somebody as great as this person, but you will trust me, but you need to take time to mentally move on. And that amount of time looks different for everybody. It, it looks different for me than it's going to look for you. It's just whatever you need, but here's what you're going to do during this time. Again, you have to have no contact with this person. And also You're going to focus on self-care, taking care of yourself. So rather than drinking and eating junk food and just being miserable, no, 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 you're not doing that. You are eating healthy meals. You're getting your greens. That's so important. Oh, tangent. I'm telling you, you have to eat your greens and like take vitamins. Just like put as much green vegetables into your body as you can. You're going to feel so much better. Feed your mind with knowledge. Listen to podcasts that you really love, you know, that is teaching you something. Read your Bible. Go to church. Go to church more often than you even would. If you're Catholic, you can go to Mass like twice, three times, four times a week, whatever you need, you know, just like go to church, read your Bible, stay active, exercise. Exercise is such a good way to clear your mind and to to move on faster. Um, When I was going through, what was it? Actually, all of my breakups. I don't even need to give you a specific example. Every time I go through a breakup, I really take the, like, I'm a good person. I'm a good worker outer anyways. I go to the gym all the time, six days a week. But especially in a breakup, I actually really look forward to cardio days because when I run, I feel better every time. And like for the whole day, I feel better after running. So definitely do your cardio and just work on becoming the best version of yourself. And it's it's going to help you to mentally move on by taking care of yourself. You just have to trust me on this. Don't wallow over this person. Like just be the best you can possibly be for yourself. And then, and only after you fully take the time you need to mentally move on, this is when you jump back into the dating pool. Now, this has to be as soon as possible because I will say dating other people is very helpful in helping you to fully detach from somebody. It is very helpful. So I do recommend jumping back into the dating pool as soon as you possibly can. However, not too soon because what you don't want to do is you you don't want to be disrespectful to people by like going on dates with them, but really you're so mentally distracted that you're, you're not even giving them the, t- the time of day. And also that's going to be really stressful and emotional on you because every time you go on a date with somebody, if you go before you're ready to go, you're going to be constantly comparing that new person to the old person. And it's going to make you even sadder because you're going to start to miss the qualities that that person that you dated had. 
So, and you're going to start to feel like, can I, I'm never going to find somebody else. Like they're not as funny as he was, or they're not as whatever, you know? So take the time to mentally move on before you start dating other people, but date other people as soon as you can. So that is my advice. Take it or leave it. I have to say, I'm going to, I'm going to highlight this again. This is the most important part. The limited time, no contact rule. (laughs) So key. Okay. When I stayed in contact with exes after breaking up with them, whether or not we got back together, it doesn't matter. But even just staying in contact with them too soon made it so that it was completely impossible for me to move on. And like, I know if you're going through a breakup, you're like, well, I don't want to move on. Like, I love this person. I get it. But you're not going to be happy when this person doesn't want you. Like, they're basically just like stringing you along, keeping you around, like keeping you at arm's length. But they're telling you they don't want to be with you. So you have to mentally move on. After that 30 days, you can open it back up if you want to if you want to. But in my case, usually at that 30 day mark, I don't even want to because I've so detached that like I'm ready to move on and find somebody else. Like I don't want to live in the past. I want to go forward and find the person in my future that's for me. So please trust me on the no contact thing. It is the my number one piece of advice. Like please, 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 please. 30 days, put it in your calendar. Do not contact this person. And I want to give you a little bit of encouragement and I'm not going to say too much because it's new. However, I will say I was so sad about this person and two weeks, exactly two weeks after getting dumped, I was completely mentally moved on and, and so excited about someone else. So you can be shocked what can happen. I promise you that it doesn't always happen that fast, but (laughs) for instance, Catherine, speaking of Catherine, the day I'm recording this episode, I just caught up with her because I hadn't talked to her in a while. I, I've talked to her since my breakup, but like not catch up, catch up. And she asked me about it. And I was basically like, wait, who? I have someone else to tell you about. So it was, she was like shocked. She's like, I, I need to go to the hospital. I cannot handle this information. Absolutely shocked. So I promise you it can happen. You will move on. It might not happen as fast as two weeks. However, you're going to move on. Think about your breakups in the past. Do you even care anymore? Probably not. Like I think about my relationships in the past and I was so devastated about the breakup, so devastated in the moment. But now looking back, like I see there was a reason why that person is no longer in my life. And I'm so happy. Not that any of my exes are bad people or anything like that because they're not. I've dated a lot of wonderful people and the relationships just didn't work out. But everyone, here's what I'll say. Everyone is in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And sometimes people that we date are only meant to be in our lives for a season, sometimes only for a reason, and very, very rarely for a lifetime. So take it or leave it. You learn lessons from everybody. You learn lessons from every experience. This was a crucial part of your growth journey, crucial part of becoming the person you are today. I'm sure you have a lot more wisdom after this breakup than you had before that you're going to carry on into future relationships. It's just going to make you a better partner to whoever you actually end up with in the long term. And someone's going to love you how you deserve to be loved. Anyway, okay, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I hope you found this helpful. Please, if you loved this episode, 
leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Every time I get a review on Apple Podcasts, it makes my entire day because I don't get them that often. So when I get that notification that I got one, it like sends me over the moon. So please five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts. I love you. And I'll talk to you again next week.